I did say for our municipal watch feature today, we're looking at the city of Tswani, residents in Lotus Gardens, Attridgeville, and the Salisville Civic Organization. They're threatening a, uh, a shutdown against the city. This is for wanting to install prepaid electricity meters. Tsepo, uh, rather, Tsepo Matlangu is the executive chairperson of the Lotus Gardens at <coughs> and Sosville Civic Organization. He joins us now. Tsepo, good morning to you. Good morning, Kathy, and the viewers at home. So if, if you can just begin by telling us, Tsepo, what is it that residents have against prepaid meters? Okay, thank you for that question. The problem is that there is no public participation from the city to the repairs. They just come install those prepaid uh, with threads on them, attached to them. They've been distributing letters to households, telling people that if they don't agree to install those meters, they will be fined 6,000 rand and they will come and disconnect those households. There is no public participation. It's a violation of a constitution by the city, continually so. So I've got a problem with that thing because it's actually a looting device. That prepaid meter is a looting device. It doesn't benefit the communities. So are you saying that the city is charging residents for the installation of these meters? According to the residents, because I'm representing the ground, I'm Mm -hmm. taking weight from the ground, people Mm -hmm. who are receiving those letters, They've been intimidated by those people who are coming to their houses that if they don't pay, uh, they don't allow them to install those meters without proper public participation, they will find them and remove their cables. So that is actually a mm-hmm. violation of the Constitution because I, don't, I fail to understand why the city of Tswani has become law unto themselves. They violate constitution left, right to the center without accountability. And they always make our community members scapegoats because they don't educate them. Okay. They lack education. So, so Tepo, if I understand you correctly, it's not so much that the city of Tswani is saying people should pay for the installation of these prepaid meters, but rather that they're saying those residents who refuse to have the prepaid meter installed in their homes, that they will be fined a particular amount for refusing uh, to take up the prepaid meter. And on top of that, they could potentially um, lose their access to electricity. That's correct, Kathy. And then why are we against all that exercise? It's a divide and rule because if they have consulted with the whole community through the proper channels, Everybody will be in the know that on the particular month, there will be a rollout of those prepaid meters. Some of, remember I at work, at school, in some years they just come in and install those things without educating the community. What is this all about? Because one, Kathy, why I'm saying is a looting device. They are actually deducting 60% from residents when they buy electricity on top of the bill and arrangement that they've imposed on our communities. So the question that we are having to the city is, why didn't they consult with the people on the ground to say, please note that from March to May, we are rolling out these prepaid meters. Why are they threatening people? 
because we are saying is the city because those people are claiming to come from the city and i agree that these people on the ground are telling the truth because the city is use is using two centers of power they've contracted the debt collectors and these contractors while they have employees so it is confusing the community now and it's dividing the community because some have, have been already been installed without their consent and some because of this threat the elderly people they just agree on this thing mm. we don't we say city must stop behaving the way they are behaving they're becoming law unto themselves and we cannot allow that so when did these installations begin two months ago two months ago i received calls people telling me that hey leader we've got a problem here there are people coming to install this prepaid and we haven't ordered or uh, requested those meters when you engage with the city what have they said to you oh my goodness I've tried to set up an appointment with the city. They didn't attend that meeting last month. Instead, what they did, they delegated one director from the meter reading department who couldn't answer all the questions because he was telling us about the Pakistanis who invaded our townships and all that. He couldn't actually be relevant to his role as well. So they didn't come to that meeting. We arrived there. Our meeting was scheduled for 12 o'clock. We stood there until quarter past two. Nobody came from various departments. Remember, mm. there is a finance department. Mm. Peter Sutton is not working alone. I mean, he attends most of the community meetings in Atridgeville. But the very saddest part is that when he departs, he will say, it is not my decision. I'm going to consult with my team. But that team never showed up in any of the public meetings, either to educate or to be accountable. So we are dealing with arrogancy here. The officials of the city of town are very much arrogant. They don't want to be account, hold to account, but we know the reason behind that. We know the reason we establish why are they behaving like this. Because those people are politicians. Mm. They are partisans. They forgot that they should serve the community. They are saving their party. When you go to DA and ask them, why are you not <laughs> providing service to the community? All what they can say you for five years, they will tell you one thing. Yeah, ANC is corrupt, ANC did that. When you go to the very same ANC and said, guys, what went wrong? They will lecture you about O.R. Tambo. And we said, you keep on telling us about your parties. Mm. What about the services that you are waiting, so eagerly waiting for? And now that we are imposing estimated bills, making people to agree on arrangement illegally, so with threats. So as a, a civic organization... We are taking the mandate from the ground. I wouldn't be on this show if it wasn't for the people. I'm not talking for myself. I'm talking on behalf of the people who are aggrieved. You know, Tepo, you're raising a very important point, and that's the the issue of estimated bills. One would think that residents would welcome um, the installation of prepaid meters because it actually takes away this issue of having bills that are unexplained, that are estimated by the city. Can I tell you what we are talking about here? We are talking about electric prepaid meters, not the water prepaid meters. The estimations are happening on water readings. There is another, another story there. City have contracted estimators from other areas to come and flood our township, not knowing the area very well. I mean, the first critical step, Kathy, of resolving this billing is through accurate meter readings. We're talking about water here. 
And, 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 uh, and the electricity, is the electricity not estimated as well? They estimate everything. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. They estimate everything as long as they get can get that cash in their pockets. Mm. Hence, ESCOM is always threatening to uh, switch off uh, Tswale. So, so what not I'm knowing saying, exactly. So, so what I'm saying, Tepo, is that Yes, residents are upset about the fact that they were not consulted in the process of the installation of these prepaid meters. But Mm -hmm. is it not an answer to the question of these estimations? Does it not provide more accuracy and really puts the power in the hands of residents when it comes to um, being able to to secure electricity or pay for, for the right amounts for the electricity that they actually consume? Maybe that was a plan. Maybe that was a plan, and the plan was good until the looting is using this very same prepaid meters. And I'm saying, Kathy, they're, they're estimating the bills. Ne? They are telling you that you owe them hundred thousand. When you go to inquire, to inquire in the municipal offices, they cannot assist you and break down exactly how did you arrive. Ne? And what they do, they tell you to do arrangements on estimated bills. Failure to do that, you know what they do? When you go and buy maybe 100 rands electricity, they just take 60% of that because they say you owe them. What do you owe them? You owe them estimated bills. They don't want to correct the bills. Hence, we say enough is enough. We think it's time to cut the middleman, the middleman which is the municipality. Maybe ESCOM must give us the transformer and we buy direct instead of buying through this uh middle man who's law unto himself okay L- let me then go to peter sutton who's the mmc for finance in the city of Tswane. Uh, peter good morning to you thanks for your time this morning good morning kathy good morning to you and good morning to your listeners always a pleasure being with you is it true that you didn't consult residents of Tswane and went ahead to install uh, these prepaid meters without actually informing the community and getting the buy-in from residents? So I think there's two very important things we need to understand about the process. The one is during the financial year of, I think it was about 2012, 2013. So that's, the, um, that's about two terms back. There was a council resolution taken that the city will convert all meters to prepaid meters, all electricity meters to prepaid meters. That was a time when the pay-o-meter system was put in place. That went in a court case. That was resolved in 2017, so it slowed the process. And then from 2017 onwards, after that court case, we resumed that council resolution that was taken in 2012-2013 to install a prepaid meters. But I think what's very important, what one also has to understand, the meter itself is the, res- the property and the responsibility of the city of Chuani. And the council resolution that was taken made it very clear that the metering, how electricity is metered, is the discretion of the municipality. National Treasury has issued guidelines that they want municipalities to move uh, to prepaid meters. And as part of that council resolution was taken, we're continuing to roll out prepaid meters. But Peter, surely you can't expect people to know that uh, the city is acting on the council resolution that was taken a number of years back already. There, there must be some work to inform residents of what's, what's likely or anticipated to happen. We have had numerous communications over the last couple of years on the prepaid meter rollout. 
We inform residents by letters. We inform residents in the public participation processes. We do media statements and media releases no, on it. No, Peter, so I, I, do, you, do, you, do you think that residents who are mostly also workers who are in their offices during the day are going to receive media statements from the city even as the media we hardly receive all the media statements or or see all media statements that are issued um, by any of the municipalities is that a reasonable way of saying that you as the city have satisfied yourself when it comes to the communication that you have to do with engaging am, your residents, Peter. I am very comfortable. We have taken all the necessary and reasonable steps to inform people that we're implementing the council resolution. And you know what, uh, Kathy? We also need to understand it's mm. not a it's not a choice. It's not a public participation peer process where we go to communities and they can tell us, no, we don't agree and we don't have one prepaid meters. That's not how it works. This is the meeting is the responsibility of the municipality and we implementing the council resolution and that's it. So we yes, we can improve in communication, but it's not a public participation process where people need to be consulted to give their blessing whether we move to prepaid meters or not. The so problem, I think we just need to understand yeah. that. The problem of course is that then you're going to continue to face resistance. I, I just repeat that. Sorry, you I, broke I say, up. I, I said the problem is that then you're going to continue to face resistance from the residents. Well, we, we're facing resistance in many other ways at the moment as well. I mean, the, the public consultation meetings we do have, the expectation is we must write off the debt. We must uh, implement flat rates. That's not how government works. Government gets decided by the government of the day through council resolution and through political policies and, and principles. Not, you can't go to, to communities and ask their opinion on how they want to be governed. So that's, that's where the part of the problem is. So yes, we are receiving a lot of resistance at the moment, but the solution is not, and it's not gonna change. And I stand on that principle because we've seen it, that where we don't have prepaid meters, it doesn't necessarily mean people pay their accounts. So the, the counter also to that is not true. We sit with a government crisis at the moment with people not paying their accounts. Mm. And the solution is not, not installing prepaid meters because where people do not have prepaid meters they don't pay the account so the argument to say people are not paying because they don't want prepaid meters is flawed it's about let me come back to you you, you hear what mr sutton is saying um the yes. city is not budging and they don't believe they've done anything wrong here okay according to municipal systems act 32 of 2000 Kathy, section 42 it says a municipality through appropriate mechanisms, processes and procedures established in terms of Chapter 4 must involve the local community in the development, implementation and review of the municipality's performance management system and in particular allow the community to participate in the setting of appropriate key performance indicators mm. and performance but, but, but Tepo, Tepo, he's saying that this was a council resolution taken a long time ago all they're doing is simply acting on it yeah it's wrong for him to say that because peter Sutton, when we ask him certain questions he would say i was not the mmc then it was Mary lee whom we started engaging so that is a is like a dodging a bullet now what, what questions are these the questions about the billing Mm. When we, whenever we approach him, because fortunately, <laughs> I just want to give him credit on this one. 
When we invite him to our public meetings, he do come. He do attend to those meetings. Unfortunately, when he departs, it, cha- it changes the tune. He doesn't sing the same tune because he's serving the, the municipality. I don't know who's, who is he serving because they're supposed, supposed to be serving us. Hence, I'm saying uh, there's a community involvement clause in Section 42, which they violated because they should involve the community. And Chapter 10 of Public Administration, it says... People needs must be responded to, and the public must be encouraged to participate in policy making. That is section one nine five, subsection one a. All right, chapter ten. All right, Sepo. Peter, where do you think the problem is? Well, look, I think we we have an, a, a legacy issue, and I'm not trying to shift blame because there's something that you you govern, you you take over in terms of law. So even if I'm a new MMC and there was decisions taken in the past, I'm still bound by them. But I just want to make it um, just one correction. This, uh, this um, uh, council resolution, like I say, was taken two terms back with a completely different uh, political governance system at, the po- at that point in time, and it doesn't really matter. It's not, a, it's not if it was party yellow or party blue or party green. It's a council resolution. A council resolution must be, must be acted on. And I do go to these public meetings, as Mr. Sepo has pointed out but one of the one of the major problems that are that we're facing and you ask me why i think is the problem is that we have this culture of non-payment people mm-hmm. uh, the expectation is and kathy if you look at the memorandums that i receive and in these public meetings people want me to do two things and you can ask people about this they want me to write off all the debt so in other words write off the debt implement a flat rate and um, and to stop credit control action uh, in the areas, and I can't agree to that because those are also the same municipal laws that uh, Mr. Sepo was reading out now, and the council resolutions mandates me that we need to do that, and people need to pay for their services. All right. Now, one of the one, sorry, just in conclusion, the the one aspect that I also just wanted to raise, so that the process where we we do the credit control actions and and the credit control policy was out on public participation early in this year and the previous year as well, where we go to communities and we give them an opportunity to, uh, to go and to give input uh, into that. This week, again, in Soulsville, we had one of our officials attacked when he was implementing credit control. So we do find a massive resistance and we need to stand on those principles mm. and we need to continue to implement the laws. Okay. Anonymous in Johannesburg, let me take you very briefly. Good morning. Morning, morning to you guys and to you all in the studio. I think this guy is needed. I don't want to be honest. You see what the guy just said to you right now. That's mm-hmm. the truth. If you, I stand to be corrected, Katie. If you remember, I was it in Tembisa or somewhere where they were also expected asked to pay 6000 for, for for their bills because they haven't been paying electricity for the past time. And then they said 6000 was too much. It went down to 3000 It was still too much. It went down to one point five. It was still too much. It ended up with 600 somewhere there. And then... The people from these people, from ESCOM, I don't know, these people that deal with this thing, they came up with an idea of uh, installing meters. Now, when they store that meter into your house, if you haven't been paying electricity, right, say maybe you put 500 rands into the, to your meter, um, so instead of you using that 500, these guys will deduct 300 from that 500, meaning to say you will have 200. If you meant to finish the whole week, which means you're only going to use the electricity for two weeks. Why? Because the other month has been deducted. For that 6,000 that we've been saying that people haven't been paying, these guys, they're taking their monies from, 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 from the meter readings. 
so that the people that have been refusing to pay electricity, they get their money back by okay. force. This is getting their money by force. Back. All right. And this thing, I say you, though, mm-hmm. uh, opposite to my to, to my flat. I'm in a flat where I stay, there's a garage opposite. I saw well, it happening. They went there, they, they credit for around well, 16,000. So everything was disconnected. Yeah. When it was disconnected, they were told that if ever they, they, they put back the electricity, they'll be in big trouble. The next day, they went and paid about 2,500. From that 2,500, 500 is the one that they were given uh, a voucher to say you can put into electricity about 600 or so. But from that 600 that they ate it, when I was looking with my own eyes, it didn't, uh, they didn't give electricity for that 600. The electricity that came was for 200. And Anonymous, let's leave it there. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but I think you've made the point. Peter, that's not how this works. And, uh, you know, that's, of course, part of, of a broader allegation. Do you want to respond just very quickly for me? Um, I, I battled to, to hear the gentleman, Kathy, if I got the gist of it, he was speaking about the prepaid meter. If you buy electricity, they deduct debt um, for arrears debt. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Also. Yeah. No, no, that's exactly how it works. Oh, okay. So in the city of Tuana, it works on the same principle as uh, well. Okay. So if you're on arrears on your property rates or any other account and you buy prepaid, there's a the 60% deduction of the prepaid purchase to go to the area debt. All right, so there is a bit of a double whammy then in it, which is yes. probably why residents are so, uh, you know, they, they're resisting it to the extent that they are. We leave it there for this morning, unfortunately, completely out of time for that uh, conversation. Time for your latest news headlines.